Greetings, Matt comrades. It is your humble DM, Mike Gergoni here, to let you know that we here at Material Components are now part of the Punch-Up Entertainment Network. Punch-Up is proud to present such podcasts as Panel Up, The Action Shelf, and The Very Podcast you're listening to right now. And of course, the best way to support all of these shows is by going to patron.podbean.com slash punchup and becoming a patron today. When you do, you'll get access to all sorts of bonus content, including a brand new one-shot from the folks here at Material Components, in which our heroes attempt to solve a murder in the urban fantasy streets beyond the veil. If you ever wanted to hear Michael Lisman playing as Detective Sasquatch, now's your chance. Once again, that's patron.podbean.com slash punchup. Thanks for all the support, and now, let's get you into this week's episode. Material Components, Season 2, Episode 65, Archproctor Bound. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about a galaxy of magic and the adventurers who live there, now brought to you by Punch-Up Entertainment. I am your humble dragon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for being here. Heck yeah. Yeah, welcome. What's up? Hey, hey, hey. It's Fat Albert. No, Mm -hmm. it's me, Olivia, uh, and I'm going to be playing Florian of Akalar. I'm Elliot, and I'm going to be playing Shay, the Elven Wizard. I am Michael, and I am playing Oswald, Octavian Theophilus III. And I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Amari. Indeed. And of course, before we begin today's session, I have to ask the same question I ask every time, and that is, Reed, do you remember what happened last time? Maybe. What's it to you? An episode's worth of content. Oh, okay, okay, okay. In that case, yes, I do remember. Thank God. Um, yeah, I know. Shocker, right? Um, so we had a downtime session, the first one in a long while uh, in, la- in our last episode. Uh, in our downtime session on the Tiresian, we went about doing some kind of small bits and bobs of activity. Um, I myself got to spend some time with Kala, uh, setting up a backdoor like stealth communication to vast plane uh, using our uh, onboard communication systems that Amari didn't realize was actually there. Um, He knew that the ship could do a whole bunch of stuff, but the room in which the kind of spy equipment was located, uh, he thought was a janitor's closet. So um, he flies the ship. He doesn't do the, the sound. It's not a sound. It is a janitor's closet of secrets. Secrets, so many secrets. Um, it is not hidden behind a bookshelf, though. No, unfortunately, distinct we lack could make of that bookshelves. Yes. Um, but yeah, he spent uh, his time uh, chatting with Kala, setting up a relay to Vastplane to hopefully send uh, unmonitored communications to potentially his loved ones or um, other parties that might need communication. The word relay is maybe a little bit of a misnomer because that implies a certain back and forth. This is a Mm. one-way secure information tunnel that Amari now has access to. 
just gonna be sending some spicy memes. That's it. Um, other than that, uh, let's see here. Shay spent time also speaking with Kala, talking about the complexity of our wards. Um abilities and the the power that she may have um kala took shay aside on a walk outside where uh mara could not theoretically uh monitor any sort of communication and they spoke about how much danger mara represents to both us and the ship as a whole yeah yes indeed this train of thought had definitely been uh, reinforced by Kala, but it was all very much brought up initially uh, sessions and sessions ago when Mera's existence was revealed to a certain Mr. Zinn before your escapades out into the galaxy at large. He too said something about, oh, galaxy-bending danger that she represents. Yeah, but like... He also didn't give us another, like, a solution to <laughs> the, it didn't give us, like, an alternative, so we just sure. sort of had to roll with what we mm-hmm. had done. I feel like that's the, the, the through line for this entire <laughs> campaign is we just kind of have to deal with the shit that we do. Didn't have any options, so we committed terrorism. What are you going to do? <laughs> we tried to get again, people jobs. <laughs> again, terrorism denotes some kind of ideology behind True. acts. We're just in it's uh, ours is just incompetence. We're we're just everything we do is a means to an end. They gave us a ship. Oh god. Well yes. we stole this one. This one. Wait, which Airport. one? Do we steal the both? Tiresian. Okay. I mean both. We just yeah. left with it. I mean who knows if it was ever reported stolen? We don't know. Mm-hmm. But Duma yeah. probably reported it stolen. He's very good at his job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should call him. We should and not call Duma. That's half the reason why we have the Formia generator. <laughs> yes. Um, in addition, uh, Oswald spent time speaking with Vesnus. Uh <laughs> not just speaking, but sharing a drink with Vesnus, uh, someone who theoretically may have never had any alcohol in their life before and decided to have a 12 loco at, uh, at Oswald's uh, offering. Uh, that went, I don't want to say downhill, but it was a nice gradual descent into um, drunken stupor. It's true in which we learned a little bit about both Oswald and the, let us say, mandatory 12 loco consumption that seemed to have been a part of his upbringing, as well as a whole mess of the mess that is Vesnes Rosek. She'll be fine. Just walk it off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we found common ground in our fucked up uh, current living (laughs) situation, so... It's true. And uh, finally, Florian also had a had a scene with uh, Vesnus speaking about the differences in technology. The Kagrish technology is uh, based on like the radiation that the crystal, not necessarily the crystals, but the metal you said, right? It can be both. Um, it can be both. Basically, both? like 
Aether, the energy, mm-hmm. radiates off of both Aethite, the crystal, and Aethium, the heavy radioactive metal. And most people just use the crystals as like, oh, we can just use these as the technology. The COG use them simply as an energy source and derive their technology by other means. So there was a good conversation between the two about the the dangers of our current situation, um, at least our technology compared to that of COG technology, saying that ours could, you know, blow up, you know. So uh, it was a it was a good conversation leading up to the reveal of a uh, secret gun compartment on the ship we stole from Declan Shatters Shattersword. Yes, mm-hmm. that individual I barely talked to um, filled with guns because he was a pleasant, pleasant, kind individual. <laughs> yeah, you now have a bunch of military surplus rifles as well as what appears to be some kind of ceremonial helmet that, uh, well, if I was a betting boy, I'd say maybe belong to a certain suit of armor that uh, Mr. Oswald saw in a hotel room somewhere. But who's to say? I just... You. Certainly not our dragon master. (laughs) Put it on. We're so fucked, you guys. But all of this was done on the planet of Brotogantu, an agriculturally based world where you decided to hole up to install your Formian generator butt proper so that it wasn't just rattling around in your engineering room like some kind of loose piece of equipment dangling out the back of your ship. And you've been there for about two days now, having taken a load off, gotten a little break from the (laughs) hurly-burly that has uh, followed you since leaving the Storm's Repose and your safe haven with the Cole Foundation. But now, having acquired the means to do so, you now have a galaxy of options ahead of you, now that it is much more difficult for the... Tiresian, your ship, and for now home, to be tracked across the galaxy. One of the larger concerns you had was, in your last meeting with Mr. Zinn, speaking of solutions, he provided an invitation to finally interact with and meet the Arch Proctor, whatever it is. There was definitely some implication that whatever the Arch Proctor is, is a strange creature, not necessarily unlike Mara. Now, what exactly that means, you don't know. But the implication seemed to be that it just wasn't some dude. You also have in front of you a, let us say, uh, some sort of obligation ahead of you, Mr. Amari. The likes of which have perhaps been long since due, but a a certain members of your society have asked you to come a-calling at a, uh, a world in the same, like, basic area of the galaxy, but it is a hegemony outpost called Nirend, and you were summoned there 
by Matriarch Hania. You were also asked WTF by a certain uh, wifely individual of your acquaintance. Now, where exactly you go and what order you want to do these things in, or if you want to do any of these things, Oracle Zero, it is entirely up to you. The galaxy is yours to explore. Um, I don't recall. Did I share any information about the want uh, from the hegemony to uh, meet up yet? Has that happened so yet? Reed, hey, Reed. Fantastic. Hey, Reed. That means if I you know. ever find yourself asking yourself that question with regards to Sharing these games, um, <laughs> just assume the answer is no. <laughs> nah, I'm not going to remember this conversation. Fair. <laughs> You know what? I'd be disappointed if you did. It would seem mm-hmm, yeah. it would seem out of the out very of out of character. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. We'd be like, where did the real read go? <laughs> Who, are, Who are you? Yeah. What have you done with our read? Um, in that case, uh, just a, a, a PA uh, over the PA. I'll share with everyone. Just like. If you want to come up to the 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 bridge, the helm, whatever you want to call it. Got the helm is on the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know who that was on the PA, but it certainly didn't sound like Amari. <clears throat> I've got a cold. It makes my voice a lot higher. Sorry. sorry it about makes that. your yeah. voice sound clearer. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. It? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I'm talking. So strange. No. <laughs> <laughs> I had Mary Oswald's already on the, the bridge. Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm on the bridge. He's still using the PA, though, to talk to me. <laughs> Why? Seemed right. I don't know. This is how you talk to people who are driving the ship. Yes. Otherwise, I could be talking to anyone. Um. Okay. Uh, yeah. People with, uh, at least the NPCs aboard, with no real idea that this could or could not be a serious matter, will tromp up onto the bridge. They have oh, say. Get fired. Sure, but all you just said, like, hey, I've got something to tell everybody. If you could come up to the bridge, you can if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing some layoffs. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> clear out your cubicle and make your way to the airlock. <laughs> We're on a planet. <laughs> Which is where they would go out the airlock. <laughs> Otherwise, it would be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Okay, so at, at the very least, Kala and Vesnus are trooping up onto the bridge. I don't know who else does. Yeah, I'll, yeah, be there. I'll go. Yeah, they're part of the ship, part of the crew. They have say. Okay, and as far as you know, Mera is everywhere. Uh, okay. Um. So with everyone here, um, um. So remember the uh, the hegemony representative from the game. Yeah, I don't think I actually met her. I'm not mistaken. I don't think I was. I wasn't in the room. I don't. Okay. Um. Well. I liked her. Oh, you did. That's good. She was neat. <laughs> she was neat. Excellent. Um. I have been requested to take a meeting with her on a planet called Nirend. Seems we're in a bit of hot water, and they would like to know what's going on. 
we are in a bit of hot water or uh I mean I like to think we're a unit a team so to speak yeah so if one of us is in trouble then we're all kind of in trouble well, she, but I don't know I mean she ain't my boss so I don't know yes I don't work for the hegemony. yeah and <laughs> yeah also does that mean that well, I guess we're all in trouble with her anyway because we did really fuck up her hotel, so never mind. But, uh, Ragna? Yeah. We're not meeting with Ragna, we're meeting with, uh... No, I know, I just, in regards to, like, if one of us is in trouble, then we're all in trouble. But we're already all in trouble with her, so... Probably. I'm right. I, I, I don't necessarily mean we're in trouble with this individual i mean we're in trouble on a galactic scale and they would like to know what's going on well we already knew we were in trouble on a galactic scale um we are we have an ally that wants to meet with us do you feel confident that we can trust them i mean the hegemony has never you know, steered me wrong, but I can't speak to everyone else's interaction with them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you, okay. The question becomes, do they become an ally or do they become a... a another log on the fire? Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. and also, so I... We're gonna have to hide Mira from them if they don't already know, and if this isn't like some trap to get her. If you'd like, I could access the Jiminy files, try to they find out what not. information they have on me. Oh my god, that like, Mira, that is so cool. God, she'd be so you would have been so useful like five years ago. Hmm. I will put some thought to that, but I don't think I will be able to facilitate things before my existence. Oh, you haven't figured, figured out time travel yet. That's interesting. Of course not, darling. And I'll begin devoting process. And to also, it right away. we don't. And also, <laughs> your usefulness is not the only thing that defines you. No, oh. of course not. I just that's cool. Um, do we want to meet with? them, uh, we, uh, Amari, do you want to meet with them immediately or is this something we can do after we meet with the Arch Proctor? Because that does seem like a bit of a priority for us and what we're doing. Um, Has anyone had any communication with Mr. Zinn at all? No. No. Okay, so we still have no idea where we're going. Can we... we, can, can we do we have a way to reach out? We don't yeah. have a... We, I mean, we, we can, can contact him. Yes. Uh, All I would say is there seems to be a timeline associated with a meeting with the Hegemony representative and the timeline for meeting the Arch Proctor seems to be our own. That is true. That is very true. My guess is that it's probably more to do with... Um, what happened on Seawell as opposed to mm -hmm. the whole Aegis Tech solution thing. The the only reason why I'd want to meet with the Arch Proctor is that if we get the whole, you know, 
everything's settled with Mira and we sort of know where we're going uh, plan-wise, then perhaps it would be easier to hide her from the hegemony if they looked into it. And Mira will say over the kind of ship intercom, Mr. Zen did say that the Archproctor would be interested in speaking with me. Yes. But, uh, Amari, you are correct. Uh, time, the time for, this, for that particular task is our own. We don't have necessarily a limit other than, you know, all the trouble we've gotten ourselves mm -hmm. into. So, I, frankly, I could be convinced to, to stop by near end as far as you trust that they won't, you know, imprison us for, you know, crimes of various things we've done. I can't promise that <laughs> at all. <laughs> I'd be a fool if, if I said I promise they won't do anything. How about we drop you off on Mirand and That's fine. go have a, have a beach episode? Yeah. Go hit the hot springs, yeah. Oh, yes. I'm fine with that. Oh, yeah? Well, no. But, but will... Is it just uh, Talihana that will be there, or is there anybody else from the hegemony who might be present? I mean, I'm sure there will be other people there. Yes. The makeup of which I'm not sure. Familial relations, perhaps? Potentially. I. That's exciting. Speak. Is it? Sure, we all get to meet all of your children that you may or may not Why have. would my kids be there? Amari, I don't you, know. You've Why? heard us constantly gossip about your family before. You've got to know that this is a point of interest for us. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, so it's true. Let's, let's, let's neglect the potential danger, in case, but just in case my kids show up. It's totally oh, yes. worth it now. Honestly, okay. it's, it's narratively interesting now. Honestly, it's <laughs> the only point that's been even sort of convincing to me so far. I'm just saying, all of you follow my sibling on... Whatever it is, I no, don't. I don't. <laughs> oh, well, that makes sense. On Sprite, Sprite, yeah. that's called a Sprite. There's Vid Pop. There's it, there's a bunch well, of channels. You got to monetize across a lot of platforms. I don't know how to work yeah. Vid Pop, so it's a lot of short videos with music scored to it. Yeah, I I kind of like fall off and on of it. Uh, yeah. And then, of course, there's the long-form streaming that's just called Orb. Yeah. Tagline, ponder the orb. Well, look, if you can get at least uh, 50 ponders, then you can become an orb associate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow, it's amazing. It is owned by Vorpal Corp, though, and that's, like, the biggest bummer about it. <laughs> Make me a social media platform that's not owned by a large uh, multi-planet It's actually, it's weird. They're literally all run by Vorpal Corp. <laughs> <laughs> that They're competing with themselves. themselves. <laughs> I heard Sprite's run, run by some asshole named Jack Dorsey. I mean, <laughs> fantasy, space fantasy Jack Dorsey. That's his full legal name. <laughs> Rick Horsey. That's his name. What? Jack is short for something. I don't remember what. It's it's one of those weird ones. Can it be John? John and Jack are interchangeable. Yeah. Anyways, this doesn't James, James sometimes. So, yeah. 
Anyway, yeah. this is nothing. <laughs> it's absolutely nothing. It's literally nothing. This is a good plot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, you've got the option to fly to near end, drop Mr. Amari off. You can call ahead to Mr. Zinn. You can... We should, what? I mean, we should definitely call Mr. Zinn like ASAP. Right, mm-hmm. right. Just to set something up, right? Yeah. Well, it's also good to be like, hey, we're go if if we do wind up going to near end beforehand, being like, hey, this is where we're going. If I'm not back by midnight, call the cops. <laughs> right. Yes, let's do that then. Okay. Perhaps uh, Mr. Zinn might have a suggestion as to what uh, perhaps uh, well, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I think in terms of Nirant, it comes down to Amari, is this important for you? Do you think this will be a benefit to us? And then we just decide if we go or don't go with you. If we call Mr. Zinn beforehand, we have the option of letting him know what's going on, and if he has any information that may assist us. I don't know if going and meeting with the hegemony is going to benefit us or wind up being another person on our asses. But don't know unless you try. And it might be suspicious for an asset of theirs to just suddenly, like, did you agree that you were going to meet up? No. Kind of, yeah, you kind of put it off into the future. If I yeah. Correctly. Uh, well, either Should've way. You said just, Roger, Roger. <laughs> if you just disappear out of nowhere, they'll probably find that more suspicious than. Mm-hmm. So, how. I am curious how <clears throat> she knows I was there in the first place because I never interacted with her. Uh, mentioned you <laughs> you have you have a thing called I'm a war hero and Mike rolls a percentile every time you go anywhere I get that and I don't know that but so, what I'm saying is Amari has no idea how she oh, knows so, oh oh yeah yeah I guess it's no, true. Devin Devin mentioned at the table that he had seen you right Declan. Oh, Declan. Sorry. Devin. Oh. De- Devin's <laughs> over there just like, oh, huh? that's water. in character. He's Florian like, he's doesn't remember his name. Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> I mean, we, we stole the only good thing about him. Um, <laughs> it's not even that good. His horrible murder machine was the only yeah. good thing about him. It's true. He's just stolen his guns, too. We stole quite a few guns. Uh, the the shiny pistols. No. Oh True. yeah, the gold ones. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if Amari asks, Florian will like literally recount the whole like, yeah, I had to pretend that oh. I didn't know who you were or what you're like. I, I did I had to pretend I didn't even recognize your name. Okay, I don't know so how well that went. It. He shared it with everyone. Then great, fantastic. Dude. I mean, you're like a celebrity showing up at a. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Good and cool. Good and cool. Great. Well, not, uh, there's no downside to messaging Mr. Zinn and just, you know, mm-hmm. informing what 
the situation. So why don't we do that and then based on the information we get from that, make a decision. Works for me. Give him a ring. Okay, excellent. Kala will like take a step back and say do I have to be here for this? No offense, but that dude creeps me the hell out. Um, yeah, free to go. Do whatever you like. Appreciate you stopping by. Let me know is what it, we decide. Is it his hair that creeps you out? Is that what it is? Uh, no, it's the ability to affect etherics across uh, large spaces and, you know, futz with technology from across the galaxy, that sort of thing? Like a wizard. There's a wizard, and then there's like capital W, whatever the hell he is. Oh, sure. No judgments. It's not like terribly common, so it it can be a little disconcerting for folks who weren't used to it. I'd just assume rather not be within his line of sight is all. Fair enough. And I don't know why, but because uh, Oswald asked if it was his hair, all I can picture Mr. Zinn now it, as is Mugato. Mugato <laughs> 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 uh, hair, Gorilla mm-hmm. Grawl t-shirt, perfect. Art. As a counterpoint, Vesnus will sit down on a chair on the other side of the bridge and put her boots up, put her hands behind her head and watch with uh, enthusiastic glee. Mm. Excellent. As you dial up the call set you have for Mr. Zinn, you've contacted him before, so this isn't exactly new, but as you receive this phone call, or this uh, call, Mr. Zinn. Uh, where are you? What are you doing? Uh, I am sitting in my Ave office, uh, my Underhill office type thing. I realized I described it horribly last time. And no, I do not have Mugatu hair. <laughs> Just going to go but, on record. <laughs> but think about the power and the status you would have. You no, have. no. See, remember, we I described Zinn as the most boring looking person in a suit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Um, oh, so he's a Tumblr sexy man. I, I guess. Sure. <laughs> Uh-oh, it's locked in now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have context specifically for that, though Tumblr is a dark, dark place. So, anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah, Zinn is working on paperwork in his office, uh, probably going over reports about uh, interactions with the um, Office of Imperial Investigations and the... Uh, 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 investigation that the that a team was assisting with. Okay. Uh, and yeah, you receive a call. It is marked as from the Tiresian. So you have a feeling that your pet project is calling. This is in. Hi. Mm-hmm. It makes me really sad that Zin's uh, answering isn't go for Zin. <laughs> if you could fix that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Is yeah, this I a holographic conversation? Ed, I guess is my question. In what do you think? Catchphrase. That's what you need a catchphrase. Yeah, we called you to go over catchphrases. Um, <laughs> and yeah. I can, I've gathered, I've gathered. Um, well, this this document can wait then. Uh, catchphrases, you say. Let's go. Shoot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Shay, what do you got? What's your catchphrase for me? Ooh, uh, catchphrase for Mr. Zinn. Uh, Too slow, is, Amari. Uh, yeah, no, come back to me. Uh, Zin you later. Um, I don't know. Oh, that was I was so close to it. Fuck. Mm. Oswald. Oh, I already gave mine. Pin to Zin. Mm. Or Zin to win, perhaps. Mm. That, that's a good one. Orion. Hate the Zin, love the Zinner. <laughs> winner, okay, winner, it's... chicken Zinner. <laughs> it's Zin o'clock. <laughs> Oh, it's Zen o'clock somewhere. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's Zen o'clock somewhere. From across the uh, the, the bridge, Vesnus will say, I would like it if he just said, it's zinning time every time he got oh. on the call. Ooh. Oh, Vesnus. <laughs> hey, guys, remember win. this one? Zinning. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, that's my humor for the century. Mm-hmm. Good, Good to get that out. Um, so I'm going to guess that whatever situation you're in, it is either so absolutely terrible that you're all using immense amounts of humor to cope with it, or you're in a favorable situation and things are going relatively all right. No, we're just (laughs) unprofessional as hell. It's the first first one. I wasn't aware there was a one wasn't aware there was another way to handle immense amount of stress. <laughs> you already never mind. Uh no. Okay. We were actually hoping to maybe uh set up something with uh with the Arch Proctor. So then you're ready. You will not be you're not in tract anymore. That's that's good. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, we have maybe one quick stop to make first, maybe. And Florian will just kind of like glance over at Amari. But uh, other than that, yeah, I think we're uh, I think we're ready to go. Um. Yeah, Amari, about that. Um, mm-hmm. would that have anything to do with this um, uh, memo that? I got leaked out of Vast Plane that says, what the hell is Amari doing? Mm. Is that the title of the memo or is that the contents? No, that's the general contents. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing, yeah. obviously. Yeah. They they use a f- official language, but... Mm. Um, yeah, so what's going on? It's, uh, this doesn't seem uh, good. No, no, no one ever asks to speak to me on any terms that are good. Well, that's sad. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you should probably talk to somebody about government. that. Yeah. Yeah, are you um, okay, buddy? <laughs> gestures broadly to everything. No. Yeah, 
no, no, none of us should be okay with this. Um, but uh, to speak plainly, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why they want to speak to me other than they are now getting blowback from the actions that we've taken. <laughs> that was do we know that? Do we know that for sure? Well, that's why I mean, Oswald, you right? definitely lied to Talihania. Or, I mean, I to never... Ragna. Yes. And I'm sh certain that it somehow got back to Talihania. I suppose that's possible. But um, that had nothing to do with Amari. Yeah, but he was there. And you, yeah. you were a representative of the hegemony. Of the oh, hegemony, man. of which he is part of, mm -hmm. more or less. You're on my team, so... Like, yeah. a, like a known associate. Do do I need to make a hollow for you to connect the dots? Still Would a visual judge. representation <laughs> help you? No, it's... of course, like, it wouldn't hold up in court, yeah. but it makes sense that they're concerned. Sure. Most governments rarely care about what will actually hold up in court. It's funny Sig that you think Sigburn that this would make it to court. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, this would never Got get him. anywhere near court. Mm -hmm. I don't even know the specifics, and I can tell you that whatever is going on would never end up anywhere near court. That's probably good, because we, we might be found guilty of a couple things, but... No, I think it's more of a just they just kill us thing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, I'm glad to hear that you've been making friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some lovely people on, uh, on Seawell. Oh. Lovely. On the Freeholds. Okay. Yes, it's where we um, found ourselves. It's where we got the, uh, the uh, Formian generator. Oh. Okay, overclocking the ship. Yes. Right. Yeah, we didn't... Well, at the time it seemed like the best option of the few options we had. Fair. So far it seems to be working. Right. Yeah, okay. I suppose it's it was worth the trouble. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll, Just... we'll see what happens on near end. Uh, but, uh, yeah. I'd say uh, just be careful not to uh, run the ship at maximum energy capacity for too long. Seems to make Could sense. Could be bad. Yes. Bad as in like everything stops working or like... One than the other. Mm, okay. Florian will kind of like make eye contact with Vesnus and do a like, see, this is exactly what we were talking about. <laughs> From the background, Mr. Zinn, not like part of the call, but from somewhere nearby, you hear a Congress voice saying, Ethereum tech is bullshit. Florian, like, no, that's just... my girl. <laughs> no, you just have to look. It's actually, it's not actually that complicated, okay? I mean, it's very streamlined. It's... I was able to teach it to myself. No. Plenty of how-tos so, on the archive. So then, will you be going and dealing with the hegemony before you 
visit, and I'm guessing that was the Vesnus Rosek that I've read so much about in the background. Uh, yep. And suddenly she'll, like, hop up off her chair and push her way into the call and say, What have you read? Who are you reading this from? I have my sources. I'll listen. He, Zen knows everything about everything. You can't, like, yeah. let him bother you, or it'll just always bother you all the time. It is always bothering me. We're starting right now. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> Who talked? Hmm? Hmm? These oh, four. Uh, what? Us? No. What? Look around you. She looks around at those four. four. What? I didn't did say tell, anything. Yeah. Did we did we tell Zinn about Vesnes? Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean that makes sense if we were like giving him the, the rundown. But that wouldn't that the that wouldn't imply that he's read lots. We just mentioned that she existed. There were I, I mentioned last time there was uh uh some transcripts. You guys do remember that I that I told you that all of your facilities were bugged, especially by me. I have forgotten oh, everything. You, you did actually tell us that, and yes, I also forgot that. Vesnus will kind of like back slowly away from the console and go, excuse me, I need to go check my room for some things. And she'll leave the bridge. The rooms. I didn't do it at the rooms. Well, just leave just a little bit time there. We'll yeah. still let her do that, you know, just to mm. help her feel better. Yeah. So will you be dealing with the hegemony first? Or are you headed our way? What's the trip entail to get to your place? Several very specific jumps. Can't be computer navigated. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm actually going to have to fly the ship, sort of. Oh. It's not so much. I know it's. We'll see. Not... You'll see. You'll see. Is it like what kind of distance are we talking here? Because near end is is in the neighborhood, uh, you know. So we're we're trying to make decision based on you know what's closer. Currently in the southern reach at the moment, not super far off from Gob War, somewhere between Gob War and Noku, and. Yeah, you know that Nirend is in the general vicinity. It would only take you a few jumps to get there. Uh, for my own clarification, is Nirend where they um, need to go for the hegemony stuff? Mm -hmm. Yes. Got it. Roughly equidistant. Um, it'll be an easier time getting to Nirend, Nirend but... Um, Overall, it's about the same distance. They'll it'll just take longer. I mean, you're what? E four jumps away from Nirend. You could that done in a half hour. I would like to go get Nirend finished and dealt with. I would like to make sure that that relationship with the hegemony is still salvageable, rather than letting it sour. Smart. Smart. You don't really want to uh, have your resources and contacts dry up and become unusable, mm -hmm. especially given your position. 
not the best. Yeah. So that's where I stand. Anyone else? That makes sense I, to me. Yeah. I, I think what Florian brought up earlier about, you know, if you happen to just sort of drop off, then that might look more suspicious and we may have some trouble coming for us when we get back from meeting the Arch Proctor. Entirely possible. I don't imagine that I don't imagine that you'll have an extended stay here. I don't imagine that this will take terribly long. Was there a specific timetable that you needed to meet with your contacts? No, didn't agree to a specific timeline for that, but sounds like the sooner the better. Well, Damage control. Fair. And probably knock out what you need to do here with the Arch Proctor in a day or so. That's okay. a if that's a small enough hold on your plans, yeah. then it, my, it is. It is mm, the idea is forming. Mm-hmm. That if things don't go great on Nirend, uh, they might be interested in knowing where Amari is. Or, I mean, hell, even if things do go great on Nirend, it might be better to go to the Arch Proctor first, just so that we we know right now we aren't being tailed. And... I was going to say, it could wind up making things difficult to get to you, Zen, should things go south. Fair enough. You could always also, if you have their call set, you were provided with something, you could schedule a meeting, say, I'll be there in two days, turns. If that's not acceptable to them, then have more information to work with. Brilliant. This is why we called you. You sure? I thought we were all, we, we said beforehand we wanted to share our catchphrases with him. That's well, what we that's called him. the other yeah, thing. This, this whole help, helping with the plan thing is just icing mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. cake. Mm-hmm. Boys, every team, every team has their own thing. Your catchphrases, Empire team is uh, song titles. They really want me to start a ukulele band. Not going to happen. Not a fan of of the uke. No, I just <laughs> don't need to be a a, a, a six piece single person band. I think uh, there's more effective uses of my time. Disagree. Agree <laughs> to disagree. Yeah. So. Wish Sound I could play six short. instruments at once. Just like six ukulele. It's not a huge depth of sound, though. You know, you need you need. Need a more bigger variety of instruments. Yeah, I, they can't be reasoned with. This is why I have yeah. them working with the Office of Imperial Intelligence. Mm. Works out well so far. So, well, I, I guess we're heading that way then. Right. Um, well, then uh, I'll. I can pick up your exact location off of uh, the message. And uh, Jay, I'll see you in the astral plane. Yes. 
Astral Sea, sorry. And the call disconnects. And Oracle Zero, you are left. What precisely that means. Though, Shay, you already have some idea. I do. Um, okay. So, for this to work, I have to be in the tank. Well, okay, it's not a tank. I have to be in the navigation chamber. I mean, I, okay. something needs to happen with Florian. Um, What's happening yeah. with Florian? Oh, uh, I might... So, Oswald, you remember that, that, uh, I got, I don't even know how long ago it was, because recording-wise, it was months ago, but, um, you remember when I was being real weird, uh, and... Yeah. So, you think you might be going space mad, Lovely. Oh, good. I haven't gotten to the chapter that's like tell your friends and family. Uh, Going space mad. What? What? What are the symptoms? What if? Does it spread? Is it contagious? No. Do I have it? Do we all have it? You might have it, actually. I could have it. It's very possible. We don't know. No, Oswald. I don't think you. I don't think you. Uh, Oswald, I don't think you ha- uh, you have space madness. I mean, it's not like you're having, you know, spells where you don't remember what you've been doing and, you know, That's you kind I'm of find saying. yourself places where uh, you haven't... Re- Wait, what? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Space like madness. He might have it, yeah. Yes. Um, Wait, Oswald, have you been having spe- instances where you lose time and you don't know where you've been or been or what you've been doing while we're in, like, we're, we're in drive or jump? As... As a matter of fact, I had just had that realization mere episodes ago. <laughs> Great. So something needs to happen. Awesome. I'm glad I, at least we're all we're getting it all out in the open. I'm actually I was actually Fuck. quite concerned. I was actually quite concerned about it, if I'm going to be honest. I've been drinking nonstop. Why didn't you I, tell anybody? I was terrified. I don't know. When I get very stressed out and I think that everything's going badly and uh, I start to think about unhappy thoughts and unhappy times I spiral and then I drink a lot of 12 loco and then I don't remember what happens my god that's really self aware of you and Florian will just like pat him on the shoulder like (laughs) good job buddy like hey the first step is like admitting that you have an issue with like expressing your feelings and stuff i mean i've it's i've been aware for for years now i'm i believe i'm older oh, than all of you so, so you haven't moved on to the next step I guess, no I guess. of course not that's terrifying i'm not doing that so, i'm staring mr okay. Sims, like projection just like oh, oh, the, the calls yes. hung up calls and it's over I, oh, no, okay. like like where he oh, was, okay. just like like. So quick cue, Mike. Mm. What have I read in my my quick frantic uh, WebMD research? <laughs> Meta MD. Um, Meta MD. All, all roads well, on Meta dying. MD lead to <laughs> space madness. Um, so 
the, or Vendrox disease. Or Vendrox mm. disease is true. Yeah. yeah. Most people believe that they come down with the crystal plague at some point in their lives. Um, but the, uh, yeah, the, the more colorful term is you've caught a bad case of the space crises. But uh, the uh, technical terminology is that uh, having gone void mad is something that happens. Now, what you've read in your very, like, cursory, like, oh, God, have I caught void madness, is that you do have some of the symptoms of that, not least of which are losing bits of time, uh, seeing green, as they call it, and, like, you see, like, visual hallucinations that are emerald in coloration they can manifest in all sorts of ways but you definitely saw strange green pulsating colors on your body while while that happened recently it's not the first time it's happened no which is why i brought up the thing with oswald because mm-hmm. he was the first person to notice yeah uh and um, then the last one that you just started experiencing was uh hearing voices auditory. Yeah. yeah auditory hallucinations yeah mm. uh in that, so, like, obviously have done the, the, like, okay, this is probably happening. Um, is there any sort of, like, how to stay beyond we, beyond what we've talked about, which is the general advice is don't go to space? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, has there, is there any research or has there been any research done on, like, how to keep oneself from opening an airlock and letting all of your fellow compatriots out of the ship. In the book that you have, the very, like, void madness for dummies kind of way, it is definitely, like, get a room on the ship that locks from the outside. Um, Find a way, if you can, to uh, partake in the... Uh, wizard's isolation chamber aboard the ship. So I will repeat. It's just like being a werewolf. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah, and of course the the biggest piece of advice is don't go to space anymore. Yeah. Find uh, a planet you're happy like, with. This is just like me googling anything, and it's like go to the doctor, and I'm like, not an option. <laughs> <laughs> or like. Work on your stress levels. Get better sleep hygiene. Like, screw you, internet. Shut up. <laughs> what do you Manage know? my stress yeah. levels. Manage Shut the up. economy first. Don't fucking tell me uh, what to do. Drink less in this economy? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, eat healthy, exercise. No. <laughs> what am I, rich? rich? <laughs> yeah. What am There's I, a time trust for fund baby? Vegetables? Never heard of them. <laughs> I thought you were uh, eating carrots earlier and they were Cheetos. <laughs> they were Cheetos! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but do we yeah, in terms of ship's rooms lock, I guess, is the... Can they be locked mm. from the outside? Yeah, Florian's doesn't, because just like his ship, his room on the Storm's Repose, he has Aether leached all of the power out of the door, and it is now kind of off of its hinges. <laughs> so my room is out. In terms of workable advice, this book does not provide any. Okay. Great. I mean, you know, you could do a little 
before he makes typey motions and see if there's anything on the archive about it. But like on the on, on the archive, yeah. Because otherwise, I, I mean, the the other thing is just like if somebody if we want to buddy up, so that if you know we're all hang out in the same area while we're warping. Um, we, we could do that. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, we could uh t be tied up, perhaps, or we could um, you know, um. I don't know. I'm now. I'm. I have. I'm worried. We're all going to be lost in the void, and that's not a uh, fear. I. Uh, Shay. Shay says, as an aside to Amari, in your military training, did you learn how to like knock people out safely? I was actually going to ask: Is there any like evidence that being sedated or unconscious actually helps with that? It's one of those things where it works until it doesn't. There's definitely recorded instances of people who were definitely sedated uh, started preambulating on their own due to void madness. Because I was going to say... Oswald Florian drinking contest. <laughs> Just get blackout. <laughs> we could do that anyways. <laughs> I, I have plenty. I, have, I still have plenty of 12 and, logo, I think. And also, Florian, locking you in a room with etherics would not do a ton because, because you could, could just... just Aether leech it without realizing. And you're so fucking strong that if we locked you in manually, you'd just fucking tear the door off. That is what I'm... Uh, uh, like, yeah, you could tie me up, but I don't know that I would. Why are you be able so large and beautiful and strong? It's a curse, truly. <laughs> Why does space madness always take the beautiful ones? <laughs> Looking down at Oswald. Hmm? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Something else you would have read, Florian, is that this isn't a disease that like progresses naturally there's no way to predict when it's going to pop off or if it's getting progressively worse people have experienced symptoms and then gone the rest of their lives traveling in space with having it never happen again yeah well and i that that makes sense because i've we've warped a bunch and i've only had mm -hmm. a few handful of occurrences yeah so i mean hell i think the i think the best thing might just be make sure we're we're all supervised. I don't, yeah. I don't yes. know what else. Yeah. Yes, sounds, sounds excellent. Mm -hmm. All right. Off we go. <laughs> Into how, the void. How... Oh, no, we're going to the Arch Proctor first. I was going to say, how far away is near end just like regular space travel? I mean, regular space travel. What do you mean regular space travel? Like just flying just there? driving. Oh, yeah. push. Oh, yeah. Interplanetary so. travel is so like prohibitively long that it's unreal. It would take you hundreds, thousands of years. Okay. I was just wondering if it was a like us to the moon scenario. Us nope. to the Mars. Mm -mm. There the is Mars. there is a relatively recent within galactic history, within the last 300 years, um, basically... Through, through 
lost in space story of an imperial supercarrier who lost main drive capability and had to piecemeal jump like one one star system to neighboring star system back to the empire um, without proper navigation uh and took them like years decades that was the heraclean yeah no, I thought that was the Odyssean. Oh, yes. The I Odyssean. was literally about to say it would make so much more sense if it was called the Odyssean. Right. And the I did a the small thing. criticism, yeah. but. <laughs> yeah, the the, the Hair Clan did some work in the Southern Reach. Yeah, it had some tasks. Um, <laughs> some tasks to do. <laughs> yeah. 12 of them, one might even say. Yeah. <laughs> and the Theseian was the ship that blotted out the son of Minos and destroyed the <laughs> Dominion once and for all. But that's neither here nor there. Sounds very, very familiar. (laughs) Isn't it strange how stories rhyme like that? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, with the idea of having uh, proper supervision among your crew that now fears that they may have a spat of void madness, I suppose the best place to do this would probably be the bridge because you have a clear line of sight on everybody and that's where half of you have to be to do this. Mm-hmm. That's true. We all could have it. Every single one of us. <laughs> don't Even have Amari. It. Nope. Amari. What? I do actually think Amari is the only one of us who actually doesn't have it. Yeah. Because of the, the Aether Leech thing, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no documented known connection between the two. No, that's <laughs> out of character. No, oh, okay. <laughs> But it's yeah, Oswald, I don't know who you're talking to, but it certainly wasn't Florian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know whose voice that was. Uh, what voice? <laughs> God, it's already oh. started. We're not even in the void no. yet. <laughs> We're all gonna die. Hop in the navigation chamber. <laughs> okay, so you hi- hop in the uh, isolation pod slash navigation chamber. As I've described before, mm-hmm. it's like a a lounging kind of pod that's set into the floor of the the bridge that can close down over you, Shay. And when it does, there's that popping sensation in your ears as your uh, etheric senses are kind of isolated. And it's only when you access the navigation controls that you reconnect with the ship while being totally obscured from view of it. Yeah. Okay, we'll take a deep breath and do uh what what we did what mr zinn and i did on the storm's repose okay amari you are at the helm this is the first time you will have used wizardly navigation aboard the tiresian you're familiar with it in principle but i don't think you've ever flown a ship that was then navigated by a wizard nope so you're not a hundred percent sure what's going to happen here. You know, in theory, that you should have relatively little to do, and this should mostly be the work of the wizard in question. And you can see as the isolation chamber lid kind of closes on Shay, and you are holding the controls, your hands near them of the Tiresian, you get this sense that as Shea is connecting with the navigation systems, 
you get a, a kind of slackness in the controls. You they become unresponsive to your touch, and you're just floating out in space. It's not necessarily weird to feel weightless in space, but there's this unresponsive touch that makes you feel a little disquieted. Always when you've had your hands at the controls of some Aethertech machine, there's a, a quick response that Amari Kelrakasa has that has been honed by the battlefield and a lifetime of training. And now, <laughs> suddenly, you're inside of a vessel that is being piloted by somebody else. Kick back, make some popcorn. <laughs> Relax for two minutes. Text my kids. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> Woof. Christ. Florian, Oswald, you find yourselves on the, the bridge as well. There are several other chairs that you can strap yourselves into. The view screens around the upper ring of the bridge begin to shutter closed. And you know that, that the ship will do this automatically as it prepares for a warp. To look outside mid-warp is to invite disaster where void madness is concerned. There are strange emerald geometries in that place that have given people very rough migraines, if not driven them full space crazy. Shay, mm -hmm. you... Try to recreate that moment aboard the Storm's Repose. That sinking sensation of slowly releasing your tactile sensation and focusing the entirety of your thought on your etheric senses. Specifically funneled down toward these two small half domes of crystal that rest at your hands and all you have to do is kind of gently flex your fingers and reach out to tap these little placements of crystal and as you do there's this almost magnetic draw as the skin of your finger snaps to the crystal that rests just in front of your tips of your fingers Focusing your etheric senses down through this crystal, you can reach out and feel the rest of the Tiresian around you. At first, it starts as a simple connective, oh, there are the navigation logs. You see a list of all of the planets you've been to while flying the Tiresian. Seawell being mm -hmm. the one just before... Uh, Brodogantu, uh, and before that you see other planets you recognize Asclipsis mm -hmm. and um, places where the, the storm's repose once was looking back further you see other names, other worlds that this ship has been to that you don't recognize the logs in this ship go back years mm -hmm. You see that this place that the ship has its origin in <clears throat> is a world you'd probably recognize the name of simply because it is a well-known planet and that is 
a place called Vanerheim. It is one of the old holds of the Imperium of the Conus Empire. Mm-hmm. An ancient Midrian world. And that start to the, this travel log was nearly a hundred years ago. Wow. Vintage. You know the ship, while not ancient, is certainly has seen its wear and tear over the years. Yeah, that's true. The fact that this used to be a military frigate of some kind and then was converted into some sort of espionage vessel speaks to its utility, though. Before too long, you realize that you've been engrossed in this list and you are aware just beyond this registry of planets is a thousand other little motes of light just beyond your awareness and you can reach out and touch them if you want to. Do I know what they would be when I touch them? Or is it kind of like a, you figure it out? <clears throat> Do you reach out and touch them? Um, yeah, I'll like touch the, the, the nearest one, I suppose. Reach out and touch the nearest one. And suddenly your mind is flooded with the absolute knowledge that this is the ship's communications systems. From here, you have access to all of the onboard communications, all of the exterior communications, and then that fractals outward into a thousand other little systems that seem to be focused around the formerly gun batteries to the side of either ship with these large, long-range scanning devices. It's a Unix. I know this. Uh Um, gotta find the right file. Um, um, okay, so I don't want communications, so we'll, we'll back out of there. And there are all these little motes of light around you, and just beneath you, you kind of look down, expecting to see what you don't know, but there isn't really a body until you think about it, and then there suddenly is. And it's just you as you visualize yourself. And the same thing happened on the Astral Sea, you remember, Mm -hmm. before. And when you start thinking about that, suddenly you hear this low moan, this wash, this tidal noise somewhere deep in the background. And you know that these motes of light are buoying you to a spot above that sea that you're getting tied up in what is directly in front of you. And all that is doing is mooring you to the surface. Okay. Uh, Mr. Zinn, are you here? And Mr. Zinn, you hear a faint voice somewhere above you on the tide. You have to let go. What? You have- to let go. Hold the mail? Begin to directly interface with the ship. I have to let go. Oh. Christ. Or, uh, dragons. Wow. Dragon Christ. Dragon Christ. <laughs> Why would he be saying hold the mail? I didn't even bring a sandwich. Um, okay. I do that. I let go. (laughs) And there is this 
you let go. You release your hold on this buoy, this flotation, and you sink. And your mind is aflame with these washing, endless, writhing, numinous lights that spread out beneath you and around you and above you. And for a moment, there's this panic reaction as you reach back up towards the ship. The ship? But it's not a ship. It's a series of bobbing crystalline spheres you see just eddying on this tide in the shape of something that might be the Tiresian. You know in your heart of hearts that it is the Tiresian. You see little moats moving about those bubbles. Three of them clustered near what you know to be the the ship's helm and bridge. You see a smaller moat moving about and clutching at the main drive core, you see a small girl curled around one of those bobbing crystalline spheres hanging on for dear life. And you see yeah, Mara there clutching, terrified. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. And she doesn't seem to be able to hear you. You have to, have to touch that one to be able to can't they can't hear you here have to interact with the systems if you want to communicate with them oh right 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 go ahead it's gonna be i know you haven't really done this before it's this can be very disorienting go ahead take your time mere moments have passed mere fractions of a second time is different here Right. No, it's it's okay. She'll she'll be fine. She's not a child, even though she may look like one. All right. So, come back to the astral sea. Ah. Okay. You ready? Yes. Okay. I want you to reach up the Tiresian and take it in your hands. Just hold on to it. It is no, it seems like a thousand different little pieces of light. It is one thing. Take it into your hands gently. Don't interface with it. Just take hold of it. Um, Shay will reach up and carefully like hop their hands around because it, it seems like it's really far away right yeah so like right it, in that kind of way where you you like maybe try to like put your hands up like where the sun is and like be like oh i grabbed the sun i don't know if anybody does that but um i don't i'm just like yeah but you know what i'm talking about right like kind of like gently cup my hands around what would seem to be those motes of light. You bring your hands together and it's like trying to grab a leaf that's floating on water. There's this sense that if you move too quickly, it will just slip through your fingers. And so you very carefully cup beneath the place where the Tiresian is and come away 
and you see as though you are grabbing the sun from the sky. You bring those bits of light together in your hands, and when you pull them back down close together and look inside into your cupped hands, you see the smallest little version of the Tiresian gently held there. The ship itself, you can see the contours of the outside of the ship just gently settled onto your palms. And if you look very, very carefully, you can see the inside of the bridge and there's a tiny little Amari and a nervous looking Oswald and a very nerve wracked (laughs) Florian. It'll be okay, guys. I gotcha. Okay. And you all hear that over the intercom inside the Tyrasium. <laughs> That's cute. But yes, Florian also reacts like that. Oh. No, that's normal. Okay. Can you feel systems? Can you feel the energy within it? Yes. Okay. Start to spin up the engine needs to build up a lot of power to break through the dimensional barriers. Okay. I just fucking got it. And Amari, while you were on the bridge, you didn't touch anything, but you see the warp drive spinning up. Okay. Now, that does that. Something you need to understand. Can't move the ship yet. Right? Right. Ship is a fixed point in space. Okay? Mm-hmm. Give me one of your hands. Okay. I will do that. Okay. And so there's a, like, you can feel this etheric connection now between us. Just kind of like, um, it's like a, like a strand. Just a single strand. And then suddenly, Mr. Zinn feels very far away say, think I'm at the limit for how far your first jump can take you. So, now I need you to come with me, come to me while you leave the ship there, but keep holding on to it. I, uh, okay, okay. Your arm, not your arm, stretch as far as it needs to. Okay. And you feel that connection, that thread that single line that comes between you and Mr. Zinn and you feel this pulling sensation that draws you across space while at the same time leaving one hand gently cupped around the Tiresian there's this descending feeling just behind your navel as you are drawn across the vastness of interstellar space. How long does it feel like you've been in here? I guess that's a good question. Moments? Minutes? Yeah, right? Like, maybe, maybe two minutes. You've been in the Astral Sea maybe three seconds. I said, time is weird. Okay. Engine's still spinning up, isn't it? Still building up power. It's not at its maximum. This next part, it's at its maximum. It feels was buoying you. Mm -hmm. 
got it in your hand, but it's still just on the surface. So for this next part, you're the fixed point in space. You're going to bring it right. to you once it's its full power. At first, it's not going to feel like it will move. Once you use that stored energy, you'll be able to break through. Okay. You can't use it all at the beginning because you still have to bring it back into our reality. The end. Okay. But also, this is very important and something that only wizards can do well. You have to make a shield around it. Protect it from whatever is in the void. Okay. Okay. The balance. You only need the same amount of energy to break through as you will to bring it back out. All the rest of that just fold itself around and itself into a shield. Okay. You feel the weight of the Tyrese in your prom going heavier by the moment as the power builds. You have this intrinsic sense of the weight. It's like being able to lift up sand and being able to tell exactly how many ounces are in your palm as you feel the grains slowly added bit by bit into this growing well of power that you cup in the palm of your hand. It is about full. Fuller than it should be, thanks to this new generator that you've hooked up into it. Okay. You ready? I'm gonna... So, since it's resting in my hand, I'm going to... It, it, it's as if, like, the energy from my... Oh, my God. Um, it's as if the energy, like of my hand begins to completely envelop of my one hand begins to completely envelop it. Don't squeeze too and, hard. Right, 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 right. The gentle um, thing. Otherwise you'll crush your friends and yourself. Okay. Right, 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 right. Got this. And then I will start to pull it towards me. And you have the systems in your hand spun up and you feel this pressure on your arm and it's as though your hand is a thousand miles away and you are pulling at the shoulder and the elbow trying to bring the hand closer to you, your wrist impossibly long your forearm distended into the distance, and yet your hand is right there next to you. You can feel it, and you feel that energy built up and welling, and there is some system in place to release it. The system is important. Wizards in the past believed that they could do this all themselves. Those first few trips into the void, those first experiments at interstellar travel, they did not end well for those wizards. They can see the path, but if they are to push the cart down that path themselves, mm -hmm. that is exhausting. That is too much for any wizard. Those who returned, those scant few, those are monsters of legend. 
from the age of myth. Thank the gods and the dragons and the fey queens themselves that the systems in this warp drive do most of the work for you. All you do is navigate. What navigation is, is pulling that ship towards where you know you now are in space. The place that Mr. Mm -hmm. Zinn showed you is a spot that has no navigation way gate that your ship could have found on its own. It is simply a point in space. Nothing. Dead space. If a ship wound up here of its own accord, it's usually a mistake. But he brought mm -hmm. you here for some purpose. What you feel in your hand as you hold tight around the Tiresian is this sudden crack, like an egg breaking inside of your hand. You feel this coldness spread through your fingers. But it's not seeping through the gaps in your digits. Instead, it is covering your palm and winding its way up your fingers and around, and you feel this intense cold in the grip of your palm. Inside the Tiresian, the rest of you feel that jerk behind your navel as you suddenly enter warp. And Oswald and Florian, I need you to roll me a d12. In the sea, in Eight. the astral sea, I'm like, is it supposed to be cold? Am I doing it right? Did I fuck up? Oswald, what'd you get? Eight? Ten. Ten, okay. Three minutes. That's all it ever is, is three minutes. You wait, white-knuckled, jaw-clenched, for three minutes, as outside, you move through the void. To most, this is the most banal part of space travel. To those with heightened etheric senses, they might feel a bit queasy, wizards especially. For you now, it is simply the nerve-wracking thought that you may not be in control of your mind and body in that three minutes. That terrifying, unsettling realization that something out there, something intelligent, malevolent, something that it's most certainly not you, wants in. Is it some foible of your brain's chemistry that causes these actions, or is it as it appears, some whispering, terrible thing in the void, which hungers. Tough to say, and the books aren't helpful. What you do know is that this is starting to become a very stressful part of space travel. It's usual to have some coldness, some discomfort. You're basically feeling the interface between the energy field around the ship and the void. And okay. It's not a fun sensation. No. Shay, I need you oh. to roll me a d12. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. Hey, hey, bud. Oh my god. hey bud. Hey bud. Friends. Yeah. Please don't go space mad while you're navigating us. Please. I cannot. It is up to the dice, my, my friend. 
<laughs> uh, you said a D12, yeah? Yes, please. Yeah. Okay. Me. The campaign just end. Uh, no, we just, just there you know has what? to be one more Three episode numbers. of all the bad shit that's about to happen to us. Well, wait, is it a <laughs> one or a 12? Elliot, those mean two different things. What did you roll? I rolled a 12. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. As Mr. Zinn says, it's unpleasant, but not unusual. You feel something slice at your knuckle. It is like the sensation of a, a paper cut. It's this Im immediate shock and then this itching pain that mm -hmm. moves across your knuckle. Mr. Zinn, you feel the tension in the etheric connection suddenly go taut as something pulls back at the cord. Oh, that's not right. Wait, am I still like in control of my faculties? As you feel another slice across the back of your palm. Okay, this probably isn't supposed to be happening. What's going on? I am not sure if how much Mr. Zinn knows about... Well, wait, no. It's a D12 in wizard culture, so he knows about this. Um, okay, you need to remain calm. There's another cut and another. Continue won't kill you can't kill you okay needs you to live okay this is not fun you have to keep going can it get in though i don't want it to get in i don't want it to hurt them won't hurt them it probably won't hurt you but this is a conversation that i would have liked to have not had in the astral sea you feel another cut, this one directly across the first one, as though it's testing, trying to find some place, some hold. There's another not, cut on your fingers, trying to find its way into your palm. Do not show it weakness. Uh, I'm going to keep keep uh, pulling on the ship or on my like pulling towards me. And you pull and you pull and there is a continuation of these little sharp slicing cuts across the back of your hand, your knuckles, your fingers, towards the meat of your palm where it attaches the wrist. You never feel anything go past the wrist bones, but there's these thousand tiny little cuts that are across your hand as you feel this interminable distance you have to pull mr zinn said it himself time is strange here you know that in the real world it's only three minutes but here now you don't know how long this is going to take you pull and you pull and you feel that interminable distance shrinking you feel those little points of light sheltered by your clutching fingers drawing close. You dare not look down at what is most assuredly the bloody ruin that is your hand. Your eyes clenched closed, your teeth in a rictus as you pull. 
Shay, look at me. This uh, and also I'm I also imagine that like my grip on Mr. Zinn's hand is just like not unbearable because I'm not super strong, but just like really, really hard. How many this- aether dice does Shay have? I have eight. Mr. Zinn, how many aether dice do you have? Eleven. Okay. You are not overwhelmed by the etheric presence of Shay's squeeze, but it is a near-run thing. Shay is Shay. extremely strong. This place mental. This is your mind interfacing with energy of the cosmos. Can't hurt you if you don't let it. It wants you give in. Because if you give in, then it gets them. It gets you. It's not going to. But... And as you say that, and as inside the Tiresian, you feel this lurch behind your navel as you exit the void. Shay, you stare down at your hand, whole, intact, and a tiny little ship inside your palm as your bloodied grip is slowly uncurled. The only cuts you see in your palm are those left by your nails as they dug into the meat. Shay, and I hold up your hand. It's not real. This is your mind. Let it get in. Right. So one down. Off to go. Wait, you said 12? Yeah. um, Look, this... I've been aware of... um, of your condition, uh, I probably would have had you meet another navigator. Condition? Yeah. Yeah. Here, why don't you let go of the ship now? Um, um, okay. Yeah, so, this happens occasionally. Um, don't, it doesn't happen by accident, though. Um, you had to let this happen at some point. Um, you, oh God, no, I've seen you do this. You and Florian, you showed, showed me that you could draw ether out of things back into yourself. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. sick, right? Yeah, um, it's not something most people can do, um, and it's possible to do it without contacting the void, but based on what I just saw, you've got a little peace. Are you telling me that I'm void, man? No, 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 you're very much not void mad um but you are um there's not a 
good terminology for this um, infected by the void. Uh, yeah. So is that going to happen every time I move the ship? Yeah. It is. So. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, it's all in my head, right? So. Well, yes, this place is mental. It is all in your head, but the pain is too. Yeah. So I'll and just, I will just simply ignore it because it's not real. I would definitely suggest some mental exercises to attempt to maintain your concentration or what can in bad circumstances seem like an eternity. Yeah. 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 Um, I need to have a conversation with someone about your accommodations when you get here. Because I don't exactly want that spreading anyone. Uh, okay. Uh, just so you know, Oswald probably also has it. But good and cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. 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 Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. All right. No one else. When? Okay. Has Florian always been able to do this? No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, should, yeah. We yeah, should yeah, talk yeah. to them. We should talk. This is a group conversation. Yeah, we should talk to him about that. I think Oswald's is relatively recent. Not I, good. I think I've also more or less. All, I literally don't remember when I took eighth or lead. Um, I think it might have right been away. after the first. No, it first wasn't right away. away. Okay. And I, in fact, I actually think I think Oswald might have taken it. Oh, I no, took it after. No, no, no. I it was, took it after yeah. Jay. I was yeah. definitely the yeah the third the okay. most recent. Yeah. It spread slowly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Reed. One, One of us. us. One of us. Wow! After that, really, just uh, winning hey. scenario. I'm. I'm. Hey, I'm ready. you're not I'm a ready. wizard, yeah, so it's, it's like, not as bad for you. <laughs> I'm like, not as mentally strong as you are. Clearly. I'm fucking not like fucking nose diving out that airlock. For us, yeah, for us normies, it's just yeah. Mike gets control of our character. Yeah. <laughs> if you roll bad, yeah. it could be fine. Um, and honestly, with Reed's luck, uh <laughs> that's true. It would be every time. No, see, I do okay on sanity checks because it's low numbers. Oh, this is true. True. I think I only failed one as Grawl. It only takes one. So let's get them. Let let's get back to our bodies and um. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get back on the call. Yeah, I I think that's prudent. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Zin okay. just disappears. Um, Shay will kind of back out to the point where they were able to inter interface with the motes of light. Um, mm -hmm. And 
check on Mara really quick, just since, since time is is funky here. Maybe I can do that quickly without it taking super long. Sure. You release the Teresian from your hand, and it bobs gently up in the current of Aether. And there's a moment when you release this tiny ship directly in front of you, and it floats, and then... It is a far distant thing that you then have to move towards at the speed of thought. And as you move to it, you see it coming apart into these component pieces, these systems. And so once you're close enough, you don't even see the ship anymore. You just see the bits that Mm -hmm. make up the ship. And you see as you get closer, something has changed. You're not sure if it was always there and you just never noticed it, or if you are seeing something new. Some piece of you suspects that it's always been there, but now you're just simply aware of the fact so you can see it more clearly. Yeah. There are these dark strands waving gently in the sea trailing behind the bits of the Tiresian. They are subtle, slender things, little black threads, gently casting out backwards like the tendrils of some kind of slender black jellyfish. And you mark them, you watch them, until you realize that some of them are also coming out from you. Ugh. You're not quite sure what that means. Probably nothing good. But you find Mara where you found her before. She is clutching to the the drive core of the ship. And this astral form of hers looks scared. Lost. She doesn't stare around. She doesn't seem to see the same things you are seeing. You just see that this young, presumably girl, in a short little sundress and with shoulder-length hair kind of tied back into a ponytail is staring fixedly at nothing, kind of clutching at this mode of light hanging on for dear life. Uh, hey, Mara? She doesn't seem to hear you. Even if I interface? You reach up and touch the ball of light, and suddenly you sense the drive crystal, that which moves the ship, that large crystalline edifice that splinters outward, backward, and away from the ship to provide drive in planetary distances. Mm-hmm. And suddenly... Mara, the Mara you see, looks around and seems to notice you for the first time. Oh, hello, Shay. Hey, Mara. This is strange. Yeah, um, don't know how much, uh, information you had on, I don't know, different folks in the galaxy, but, uh, since I'm a wizard, I, uh, I haven't done it before. This is actually was actually my first time. Um but uh I can it's not super hard to explain, but it's it's hard to wrap your head around. 
Uh, it's similar to how you interface with me originally via metadiving. Oh, yeah, actually. That's that's a perfect example. Uh, a perfect analogy. Though you seem to be processing information at a much more rapid rate. Yes, uh, that's uh, what I can do with the uh, navigation crystals uh, in the uh, uh, deprivation pod. Ah, fascinating. This is perhaps why I cannot see you. Is this what it is like oh. to talk to me all the time? Sort of, yeah. Fascinating. I find the experience somewhat disquieting. And some some folks ha- have that same experience, uh, you know, with the uh, uh, other way around. Hmm. Good to be able to put yourself in other people's uh, shoes. That's another metaphor. Um, uh, be able to see things from their perspective. I do not possess shoes, and I do not wish to invade the consciousness of others at this time. That's a good. It's it's more that. Um, so you find it a little bit disquieting that you're able to talk to me without seeing me. Correct. Correct. And some people could potentially may or may not feel disquieted being able to talk to you without seeing you. So now you know how that feels. Ah, yes. And you empathy. Can empathy, yes. Very good. You are so smart. I was being taught about enth- empathy before. It is a strange concept. Yes, and, and it, uh, it, it can be a, a difficult thing to learn. Um, it's not easy to learn, but... Uh, but it's important to try. It's important uh, an important thing to know and to learn. That is what Hector told me as well. Good, 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 good. Good on Hector. Is there anything good I can help you with, Hector. Shay? Uh, no, actually, I just wanted to uh, check in with you while I was in here. Oh, I see. How, how did your first uh, wizard navigation go? I'm taking a survey. I did not notice an appreciable difference. Excellent. That's actually precisely what I wanted to hear. Well, I mean, it's 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 good feedback for me. I'm glad that you didn't notice a marked difference between when we usually jump and what happened just now. Uh, because it was my first time, so I'm glad it went well. There were some anomalies on our sensor arrays, but they seemed fairly standard where warping is concerned. Okay, good, 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 good. My sample size is limited. Excellent. Fair. Maybe print me out a report when I am back in my body. I do not have access to a printer, but I can send it to your personal data pad. Right. I don't know why I said print. We don't have paper. It's printers are archaic. Um. Yes. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, I'll be heading out. Uh, glad you're doing all right. I will talk to you later. Shay. I have a question before you leave. Yeah. What's up? Which do you prefer? This mode of existence or being within your body? Well, I've I have more experience being in a body than I do being out of one. So it's, I don't have a good sample size, I suppose, but um, mm. 
I like having a body. Again, I, I don't have a lot. I don't really know. <laughs> I need to build this girl a robot body. I love her so much. Um, yeah, a robot one, so she doesn't freaking steal one of ours. Yes, yes. No, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> there are a lot of there are a lot of things that you can do with a body that you can't do in this mode of existence, to to use your your terms. But there are also a lot of things that. I can do in here that I can't do in my body. So I'm not sure if I have a definite answer for you at the moment. I know that's not particularly helpful, but. Oh, I think it is. Uh, why the curiosity, if you don't mind me asking? I mean, hey, you crave no experiences. I know this. It's true, but, I do. Uh, what's, what's got you thinking about it lately? This particular interaction. Your disconnection from your corporeal form. I find it fascinating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is uh, it's pretty, pretty uh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. It raises a great many questions. Ones I hope to answer someday. Yeah. Uh... Any off the top of your head that you want to run by me? Maybe we can talk about them, discuss them later. If you are here, who is in your body? That's a big one. Yep, that's a big one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. That's a, that's a big question. Good one to ponder. I will consider this. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Right. I did not mean to uh, keep you. Hey, no, of course not. I... I'm always glad to chat with you, Mira. Thank you for being my friend, Shay. Of course. And uh, with that, I will bid her adieu. And I will make my way quickly, but not too quickly, as to be suspicious, back to my body. <laughs> Just casually backing away. In the Just a casual sea. power walk. A casual mental power walk. <laughs> oh, Boise. That's a planet. <laughs> the planet of Boise. As you pull back and away and find yourself breathing back in your body, you find yourself enclosed in the isolation chamber and pull your fingers away from the, the crystal contacts. Those fingers are stiff and almost raw as you pull them away. Yeah. And as you lift up your right hand and glance down, expecting to see cuts along your fingers and the back of your hand, you don't see any until you flip your hand over and see on the inside of your ring finger, just above the first knuckle, a little slice that almost crests the curve of the finger towards the pad of the fingertip. You probably just clenched your hand too tight. A reaction, surely. 
Yeah. Don't know how I got my fingernail on the inside of my hand, or on the inside of a finger, but sure, 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 sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. As you pull I think yourself, the crystal, there's got like a facet yeah, on there. There's got to be someone yeah. needs to really sand that down, grind that down, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You hate to see it. Hate poor to see poor maintenance. Yeah. I mean, who? When was the last time the ship was even navigated? Right? Yeah, like, you don't even know. I don't even know. But I could find out. It's true. As you pull yourself <laughs> up and out of the navigation chamber, you find your companions prying themselves out of their chairs. Three minutes Florian, has passed. Florian, for the past three minutes, has just nonstop been like talking about the symptoms he's experienced in order to be like, okay, so if any of these things happen, like this is what this is what happened to me. It's describing in detail like the auditory hallucinations and doing a little bit of like imitation of them is just like the worst the worst uh, uh and i think and oswald is like uh if if something can get hidden how do we know that we are actually us <laughs> it just and as soon as dead cold <laughs> And as soon as Shay uh, comes out of the the, the tank, uh, they're immediately sort of manically like, all right, so how would you rate that navigation experience? Satisfactory, very satisfactory, extremely satisfactory. <laughs> Just like over <laughs> all of them. Uh, yeah, it was, it was good. It was good. It was a comforting experience. I mean, it was fine been worse good Assuming. no reason that it shouldn't be also okay. i might i might also be space mad <laughs> mm. and as you contemplate that and as you spin up the comm devices to have another conversation with mr zinn about what it means to be infected with the void i think we will have to save that conversation until next time because as always, you can find us online at matcomrpg on Twitter and Instagram. You can also email us at materialcomponentsrpg at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners. You can find me on Twitter at cryoutolivia. I am always there talking about D&D and other RPGs and also just a lot of other nerd stuff. So come hang out. You can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis. I'm an illustrator and graphic designer, doing a lot of tabletop RPG and other fan art. You can also support me on Patreon and Coffee. Links to both of those are in my Twitter profile. You can find me at the Readamus on Instagram and Twitter, where I post jokes and lots and lots of photos of nature. So come check it out. And you cannot find me on social media, but what you can do is support our show by rating and reviewing it on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Please, please, please do so. Indeed. And finally, you can find me personally on Twitter and Instagram at MKGorgoni, where I'm always happy to talk about all things material components. But as always, the world is chaos. So please, be kind to each other. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.